went through one, up, yeah, I felt we could have gone on and uh, perhaps got a third. But uh, I said I got an equaliser and I was pushed in later on in the game. And I actually said to the ref, uh, I think it was, I said, how long to go? He said 30 seconds. I said, well, uh, brother was for now, and I'll buy you a pint. Whether that's been down this bribery, I don't know. But uh, he turned me down and uh, they went down and next second scored. Good evening. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Go on. What? Oh, Andy's hello, voice has changed a bit, hasn't he? Has, has Andy gone cockney in these weeks since he's actually been on? <laughs> well, nobody was that anyway, Dave. Uh, well, I'll, I'll come to our new interesting feature if you give us a minute. Uh, nice to see you, Andrew. Thank you. Thought I'd join you. Another win. <laughs> it turns up <laughs> for wins. It just turns up when we win. <laughs> been here three times this season and <laughs> um, that that clip i hope you could hear that was uh part of our new tufty club feature which is old united player clip uh where basically that's all it is but i'm gonna ask a question a bit of trivia and then later on i might play another clip he's he's, he's fantastic I literally couldn't understand a word whoever it was I, I, I couldn't identify the player and i couldn't identify whether it was spoken in english or not I have you hear what he said about bribing the referee? I said, oh, I said, he walked said this, and I said, I said, I said, I said, no, I said, oh, yeah. That's what I got. Andrew, did you hear it? Uh, not very clear. Uh, it's your dream feature, though, isn't it? This, you've been wanting this feature for years, I could tell. <laughs> it's like we... The problem is, if you can't hear it, then I'm not sure the listeners could hear it. I'll send it to you again, Mark, and you can put it in no, there. Oh, there'll be none of that. I could hear it. It's just one yeah. thing, you know, it's a bit like Mark's it. It's a bit like that, isn't it, all the time? <laughs> it, uh, do you know who it was? No. Just Jeff Taylor. <laughs> no. It was your hero, Andrew. It was Glyn Hodges. Oh, shit. Ah. Was it? Uh, I played this in Nathan the, the occasion... No, the occasion was after, the relegate, after we lost to Chelsea and got relegated, and he was basically asking the referee how long he got left, and he said... 30 seconds, he said, will you blow the whistle now, ref, if I buy you a pint? I don't know whether that counts as a bump. Um, and, uh, and they said, and he didn't, they scored, and we went down. <laughs> See, you, the, you, you've all judged this feature. We've had a, a cracking win, the great escapes back on, and you're wallowing in, um, like, 20-odd-year-old relegations. Oh, there's, a, there's another clip later on to, to finish uh, it's a new series, one episode only. Glyn Hodges is crazy. I'm Wait till you hear the one later. I'm going to get back onto Sumner and uh, and Mar and get that intro recorded because this has got no anyway. legs, has it? No, no, but, the, yeah, but the, 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 right. the next week... You're right, Mark. He's just going back on to focus on our, releg- our greatest ever relegation. He's got <laughs> temples in his room that focuses on our greatest ever relegation. He's got Wigan in one room and Chelsea in the other. <laughs> Mark Steen, cardboard cutout. <laughs> Jags that ball in it. Has to go in there and make sacrifices to it whenever we have a really good win. My, uh, my next feature next week was going to be most boring ever obscure United player. I've found some cracking interviews of the most boring players that you could ever wish to hear, and you've got to have a, have a guest though. So we'll we'll keep with it. We'll keep with it. Most boring ever Sheffield United podcast. Well, is yeah. that another room you've got, Dave? Just focuses on most boring ever players. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Well, pretend that five minutes never happened. Um, we've won again. We have. We've done it. We've <laughs> beaten Derby's record. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was hoping you were going to come on 
uh, with a bit more of a sort of, I don't know, Jim Smith, um, Robbie Savage, some sheep. You guys took one hell of a beating or something like that because we've done them now, aren't we? There's no, there's no longer that record hanging over us. We're clear of it, well clear. Beat Southampton at the weekend. We're in, aren't we? It were. <laughs> well, I know we're not staying up, but just it'd be great to get another win, wouldn't it, at the weekend? Win the cup. It's a good season. <laughs> you had a drink, Andrew. No, I haven't, actually. Kiora. Ah, I've Kiora. got some uh, bar ONJ, which I took from the school canteen. Well, I paid for it. I didn't steal it. Uh, sparkling orange drink. I don't normally have fizzy drinks, but I needed a bit of fizz. And I can't bit drink of... beer. Are you still off? Still off the beer? Yeah, are you? I am, yeah. I've, 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 I've carried it on into March. I was going to say when United next win, I might pick it up, but it's too late now because I've not actually got yeah, any, yeah. so... When they win again, maybe. How, how's your how's your weeks? We'll come on to the match in a minute. So how's your weeks been? All right. Work. Yeah. Birthday. Oh yeah, Pretty you've good. had a, you've had your third birthday of the year, haven't you, Andrew? You're like the Queen plus yeah. one. March the first, St David's Day. Is it? How's yeah. it feel to be forty three? <laughs> hey, come on, one less, one less. <laughs> You don't feel any different at this age. At this age, you forget. I think you forget, don't you, how old you are? Yeah, I genuinely. Anyway. <laughs> genuinely, yeah. have to think about it when anyone asks your age. Yeah. Well, when anyone asks your age, because I've got a clue what your age is. When even at my age, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I've not watched Cobra Kai yet, Mark. Uh, sorry, I will get. I'll get onto that. So it's on my list. Uh, Hoover up, clean the, you know, clean the windows. Watch Cobra Kai. How did you cope tonight? You, you worry about these fixtures, don't you? About getting in from work and having your tea. You're all right. Uh, not great. Not great uh, because I had stuff on at work. I had to rush home from work. Then I had uh, my son had some options evening live that I had to watch. I, I barely had time to like chuck a sandwich down there. What were his options? Was Take GCSEs or sack it off and watch United on telly? No, but we had to, we had to look at all these videos with the different teachers. Uh, what? what? Stuff. Yeah, well, they normally you'd, you'd go in, wouldn't you, and you'd talk to the teachers. But nowadays, you just uh, in our days, we just got a book up and you just picked there's, a few books. There's some Randy's favourite videos. Top one of his top three genres, I think. It was a genre, and he just watch <laughs> teachers. Uh, yeah. Did you Back get anything sorry, nice, sorry, Andrew, sorry. for your birthday? I did. I got a couple of vinyl. I got a Saint Etienne. Uh, LP and an Underworld LP, which have gone down a tree. Which Underworld LP? Dub No Bass debut. Nice, beautiful. Just can I just put in? Sorry, Cobra Kai. Is it is it decent? Is it a good watch? Well, if you listen to the uh, Sheff- Sheffield United's third or fourth best podcast, the Tufty Club, you'd have heard discussed on the last episode that. Um, I think it's very watchable. It's cheesy as hell, it, a, bit, a bit frothy as well. You know, a bit. It, it's it's basically just served on a plate what you want, what you expect. But it's just does, a bit. It's kind of feel good. It's nice. I like it. Does, does Larusso still look as young? Um, he's he's aged gracefully. That man. He's obviously doesn't look anywhere near as young. He's, he's he's still quite haggard. But when you consider how old he actually is, is I think he looks good for his age. Is what. It, you know, there's some good good wife action as well in it, so you'll you'll enjoy it. 
Good. Good eye candy for everyone. <laughs> yeah, so we suppose we should talk about uh, football. Uh, that's what Definitely. Uh, our, our uh, remit is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we should start with. There's been a bit more. Uh, seen there's been a bit more of a uh, discussion, fallout, whatever you want to call it. Um, I saw Jim Phipps was was on Twitter last night, and uh, Whit Wilder's mate was on. A bit of an argument. Obviously, Phipps is Abdullah's confidant, and Whit Wilder's uh, buddy. Uh, it seemed to stem from. Did you see Wilder's press con? His pre-match press conference, or any of the the clips from it the other day? Well, I saw that clip he sent us. And it started with him drinking from a, a bottle of clear liquid. And I, I didn't think anything of it at the time. But then by the end of it, it did get me wondering what was in that bottle. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, it could be water. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, I must admit, a few of the clips he made yesterday, particularly uh, when he's on Zoom, isn't it? And I don't know whether he's... He just seems to be under the pressure, doesn't it, at the moment? And just some of the comments he makes, you think, Chris, shut up. It's like, I thought he was losing it yesterday a little bit with some of the clips. Yeah. None of it really made much sense. He was making bad gags. And I just thought, oh, Chris, too much, this, too much. I like, still love him. Yeah, I mean, he, he made one comment where he said, last year, after the game on Sunday, last year, everyone's walking out saying, that was brilliant. We got beat 1-0. But that, what an unbelievable day. It's no different to that on Sunday, where people now are saying they're terrible. What a shambles they are. We're not. Which... I can't remember leaving any games we lost 1-0, going, yeah, that was great. Liverpool, that's what he's comparing it to, the two Liverpool games last year. But there were night and day, the performances, and how we competed and stayed in the game last year against Liverpool to that one on Sunday. But we he's trying both... to make out we're quite similar. We were both at night, weren't we? Oh, whatever. <laughs> he, no, um, I, I know, actually. But, um, yeah, you just... You were talking to crap gags. I know, I know. I think I know. we're wilder, this lad. Hey, I've got some clear liquid <laughs> here as well, look. What's in that? Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I think... I think, well, I know it doesn't fit with uh, Andrew's narrative now, uh, now we've won the game, but he was texting us yesterday that he was 100% convinced he'd lost it. And I... I I don't know if he's got a degree in psychology, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, it was a sweeping statement, I admit, but it did just seem a bit agitated yesterday. I can I can imagine why, you know, thirty thousand Blades, oh, there's more than thirty thousand Blades fans all on. He, you know, he holds a lot of responsibility, doesn't it? Yeah, and he and he loves us, so it's clearly going to affect him. And then you get Twitter and social media and you've got everyone's opinion. You've got these stupid pod people having a comment on everything. <laughs> it's bound to it's bound to get you, isn't it? Oh, what, you I think hope. he's not a Cobra Kai fan? Is that it? He hates it <laughs> and then he's been listening to this like, fuck, they're at it again. Absolute <laughs> I did, idiots. I did, I did think during the game, I saw it to go into the game, I saw uh, Brian, he chested it and it chested it about 20 yards away. And I thought, oh, Beedon's going to make a comment about this. And I thought, Bloody hell. These are pro footballers. And you've got us three commenting on how bad they are at football. It's like, let's talk about Cobra Kai for an hour. <laughs> Just going back to Wilder, he did say, uh, they asked him if he would be here next season and he said, I don't know. Uh, I want to know which way the football club is going. There should be uh, a plan um, or we should be, uh, there should be discussed conversations about, about what's going to happen, but they are not happening. And he said it was a glorious period. Now he's enjoyed it. And it, I don't know. It's it seemed a bit almost like he was kind of. 
I'm not <laughs> saying kind of it was like almost preparing the ground for him potentially going, but it, it, it was the first time he seemed quite, I don't know, he seemed quite prickly in, in terms of when he was asked about his kind of job, really. Um, and I know he's a straight talker, but should he, should he be throwing? Should he be like throwing kind of the board and Abdullah? Because that's what he's doing. He's been quite critical of them. You know, I think he was asked about players going out and he, he got a bit angry when he said, well, we shouldn't be losing lots of players. And so well, we are going to lose players. We're going to, every team that goes down is going to sell players. They have to financially. I think you've touched on it. It's getting a bit pathetic, isn't it, that they're doing quite a lot of the stuff. We, we, I think, I can't remember what the last spat was that we mentioned on on here about a month or two ago, where it all sort of came through the media. Rather than them just having a Zoom meeting or sitting in a room and just talking about it, start making comments in media. And it's even getting worse now. It's getting to the my mate fancies your mate stage of <laughs> getting, getting an estate agent and a cowboy to start chirping up on social media. You know what I mean? It, it, it does seem like that, doesn't it? It does seem like they're almost expressing the yeah, views yeah, of, yeah. of the major yeah. party through there. Like, because Phipps obviously still knows stuff and he's yeah. quite clearly stated they're going to have to sell. Hmm. Um, and obviously, Wilder don't like that. And I, and I think what Wilder's doing as well is I think he's trying to put all his eggs in one basket. He had that press conference earlier in the week, anyway, he was saying about how good Burge is and Berg, Burger, whatever he's called. Can't even remember his name. He's not not been in team that long, and um, and he's, it, we're just a stepping stone for him, and he's a fantastic. He basically wants to sell him because then he can recoup all the money he's obviously been told he's got to get in one one fell swoop if he gets twenty million. That's that's the way I've read it anyway. You could argue that this is just part of Wild, Wilder's playbook, isn't it? He has done it at the end of yeah, every season. Yeah. He's said something that rubs up the board, but I guess the difference now is that we've, we've had a terrible season, and it's a bit. More difficult to say those things, isn't it? Yeah, but he doesn't. I think he, he doesn't hold he the cards. He doesn't hold the Barclay it. cards. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, obviously, like you say, with uh, did you think Wilder just texts his mate with says, "Get on there and tell that bit." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite clear that both those two people are expressing the views of someone else, aren't they? I th- well, maybe not clear, but it's a safe bet that. You know, that's what... And in a way, you can see, you would, wouldn't you? Because if it's your best mate, you would sort of defend their interests and things yeah. like that. But um, it just I is a bit there's strange. A bit e- there's a bit of ego on both sides. It's what Twitter does to you, doesn't it? it <laughs> yeah, we should know. It inflates your sense of sense of self-awareness. It's... Uh, it, well, that was someone playing some classical it's guitar in the background then. What was that? What noise, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> got my... <laughs> I'm in Valencia. I'm in Valencia. Okay. Is that a Christmas present, birthday present as well? Yeah, it's just a little mandolin that I play every now and again. Bet you do. Okay. Um, Now, I was about to say, somebody summed it up on Twitter perfectly about the back and forth with Fitz and Witt and saying it's not, not helpful, really. You know, it shouldn't be played out so publicly. And then, and then he just ended it. I can't remember. I should have got his name. He just went, I wish they'd both just shut the fuck up. Well, it's <laughs> a fair comment. Fips and Wits. Wits is a new band, isn't it? Fips and Wits. What kind of band would they be? Bluegrass. Bluegrass, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say bluegrass or country, isn't it? Like a bit of a, a, bit of a meeting of minds, like a super group. One was big in bluegrass <laughs> world. One's a proper country and western bluesy. Yeah, no traveling Wilburys or electronic, is it? No, not quite. 
Never. Um, Should we, we talk about the game? I suppose we ought to. Uh, team news was pretty much as expected because he, he hadn't really got anyone else, although he, he rewarded Stevens and Lundstrom for their uh, perpetual ineptitude by retaining their places. But then he brought Brewdog in for McBurney, uh, rotated his strikers around again. Um, yeah, Villa didn't have Grealish, didn't have Barclays. So I thought, oh, but they have been winning even without those in the team and solid at the back. Yeah, I mean, team, like you said, as expected. Um in fact, you basically you pick that team. I'd, I'd have personally bombed Stevens out and put just anyone in at left back personally uh, after his performances. But is I don't know. He's, he's got. It probably thinks he's got to play his way into form and fitness and stuff. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's basically that rough ten plus anyone anyone at the side of McGoldrick, and that's what he's done. He's he's, picked, he's put his hand in his hat, and he's come out with um, Rian Brewster today, hasn't he? It's worrying, though, that somebody can, like uh, Loonstrom, as the guy kept calling him, <laughs> um, can can just keep playing badly and, and tossing it off and just keeps getting picked, just keeps getting picked. They've even gone to crap commentators for us now. I've never heard of this guy, Rory Hamilton. I thought he was a snooker player. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. That's Rory McLeod, isn't it? Or Anthony <laughs> Hamilton. You've mixed <laughs> two up. You've mixed <laughs> some snooker info for you there. Have you ever heard this guy commentate before? No, but I don't listen to any of them anyway. I switch off. No, but you recognise their voices. I've never heard this chap. Yeah, never heard of him. Anyway. No. Um, yeah, so um, we... Uh, it's, it, it's hard. To, like, you watch the game, you feel maybe today will be different. You know, every week, maybe today will be a little bit different. Um, but... I suppose it, it were quite scrappy to start, weren't it? it was not a lot really happened early on. El Ghazi skinned Baldock a couple of times and Jags looked a bit of full stretch against them when they attacked. But, you know, we had a we had a couple of sort of moments, I suppose. Um, but they had the first chance, that McGinn chance, when that, that were woeful well, defending. Even before that, it were a bit, it, bit e- either way, a bit scrappy. And then six or seven minutes, it was probably just before that McGinn chance, they summed up our season, our team, in, in like 30 seconds of play. Lundstrom had a brilliant chance to play ball oh, yeah, hockey. Yeah, yeah. And he just basically passed it to them. They were straight up other end. And Jagielka, in no problems whatsoever on byline, just somehow fell over and ushered him in. It, like, it, it just summed the season up, wasteful at both ends. And just and I just thought, it's going to be one of them days, this, isn't it? If, if they keep doing this... Uh, and then, as, as you say, not long after that, McGinn got in. Well, that chance, like, Traore's just coming inside off Stevens. It's like, are you going to run with him, Andy? Are you going to actually, like, jockey him? And he's just, like, ambled alongside. Norwood got a good block and it looped up. Jack's just, again, just got beat. So, I mean, Watkins is very good in the air, actually. He won yeah. a number of headers today. Uh, McGinn should score that. It's a, it's, it's, it's a bad miss, that. Um, and then, it, I don't know, nothing nothing really much, much happened. Um McGoldrick played a nice through ball that Baldock got in on, and again Baldock's cross wasn't great. He won a couple of couple of corners, but it were Villa started to take over a little bit in terms of quality, and I think Watkins had that chance where Ramsdale saved on the angle and sort of got it on the second attempt. Uh, what do you think about the penalty? The penalty. Appear? I know we're going to talk about the red card, but what what do you think about the Brian Jagielka sandwich? They give it, aren't they? But would you have given it? I'm not a referee. I've seen him. I've seen him good. 
<laughs> Top notch analysis, this lad. So I'm asking you, yeah. did you give him that? And you, you just come back. With, you said, given. You said, what do you think about that penalty appeal? And I said, you've seen him given, haven't you? Have you, you yeah. asked me what I thought. You didn't say, would you give it? Get, like, off the, like get, off, get off that fence that LaRusso's painting <laughs> and tell me what you... Do you think I, it was a penalty? Or I would what? have given it, probably. It might be an outside the box when they show Yeah, it. foul. Game, foul rather than penalty. Clumsy. Yeah, clumsy. I think Chris Sutton thought it was a penalty, didn't he? Or a foul, at least. But yeah. in real in real time, I didn't think it was. But when it obviously gets slowed down, you do think it... But he's, it's not a big, big issue, is it? It is if you've been fouled. <laughs> no, but I mean, he weren't. He weren't totally obvious. He weren't no. an obvious pen. No, 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 no. And that's what, where that's how it should work. The ref not giving it. VAR have looked at it for. Well, it's not an obvious error. It's not an obvious like scandalous decision. Like you say, you could give it. You could not give it. Play on sort of thing. So I don't really have a problem with that. Um, but yeah, um, they had a, a couple of uh, sort of half chances. I think Traore had a sort of head over the bar. And then we scored with a... Well, it was all down to one man, wasn't it? Yeah. What a player. What a player. What a player. He just sashayed about, didn't it? That cut inside, that right cross-field ball to Baldock, who shot. And then he was there again. <laughs> where to cushion it in. I spoke to my dad at half-time, and he, he ranges from really over-the-top... We've been like this is at half time. We've been hanging on, haven't we? They've been well on top. Like, what game are you watching? It was surely fairly even, weren't it? No, hanging on, hanging on. They're miles better than us. And then we talked about goal. Um, brilliant pass from Bulldog, weren't it? Like, <laughs> shot. Got him out. Well, fair play to him because even early on in the game, he had a, a chance and he, he scuffed across. And he's not been driving or even trying to get the ball past. Well, he's not been able to, whether he's been trying. Uh, so at least he got it to pass the first man and into the area. All right, it was a shot, I think. But yeah, fair play to him. So what you're saying he is shot, he did really well because he shot wide. It just so happened that... That was better than what he has been doing. That's better than what he has been doing, so I'll take that. No, but it, it weren't a daft option he took, was it? Just shoot across the goal yeah. as hard as you yeah, can. Yeah. If someone gets there or it goes in. I thought he, I thought he was offside, to be honest. When, when just, It's your natural reaction now with yeah. this crappy VR. You just think... He'll be off, he'll be off. He's just really negative about goals, even though, like, because I wasn't sure. He just looked in an offside position, but he were well on, weren't he? He were well on. And not even a fist pump from me for the goal, because I just thought, that's offside. Yeah. And then yeah. everyone, everyone, you know, he obviously celebrated and they weren't really appealing. So I started, oh, might be a goal this. So, yeah, well on <laughs> though, weren't he? Do you want a little a little wager, lads, between the Tufty Club? Depends what it is. is. <laughs> McGoldrick to get double figures. McGoldrick will get not get double figures. Call him McGoldrick. That's a cool name, isn't it? Goldrock. Yeah. Goldrock. He's like a wrestler, isn't it? Yeah. Now, do you think you'll get double figures, David Peden? How many has he got? Six, I think. Premier League goals. <laughs> How many he's got? I mean, I don't. <laughs> He's got six, I think. Yeah. No, he'll get nine. All right. Mark, Mark Webster? Um, gold, <laughs> my golden rod will get... Um, I, no, I think he might, you know, especially if when we win cup. If, are we counting cup goals? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? 
They'll score three at Wembley anyway. So yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to be positive. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's going to do it. Well, we're about well, we just up. we're just over two thirds of way through season, and he's about two thirds of way to his target. So yeah, I'm I'm going to go, go with the, the other way just to be controversial. He's not going to score another goal. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever in his career <laughs> this season. Uh, we nearly we nearly got pulled pulled back straight away when uh, was it Traore uh, weaving run oh. our defenders were doing really well to get close to him. they were like ballards they're just walking around I mean it was good skill but are you going to tackle him are you going to and it, like people say oh he can't, there might be a penalty we're still going to at least move to the ball there was one where it jags us might be Steve he just walked round him. It's like, what are you doing? It's Jaggy He's done it a few times in this in this game and previous game. He sort of just yeah. goes past them. It's almost like an apology of an effort, isn't it, to stop it? But good effort, though. slaloming, beautiful. Really good effort. Um, gorgeous, and then Brewster had like two minutes where he, he looked like a resembled a footballer out of the whole game. Two minutes where he, he played that beautiful through slide roll ball. Then he got played back to well, he got played back from selecting McGoldrick, but he overplayed it and a, a decent shot. And I was like, hey, we got and then he, he won a challenge not far after he got stuck in. I was like, go on, brew dog, you you you're looking a player, and that were it. Can I just ask, have you ever seen or know what a slide rule is? Um it's a, it's a slide rule. <laughs> you trot it's out using, these uh, using like woodwork, isn't it? That's maths, isn't it? It's like it is literally, I think. Because I asked my dad once, yeah. what, what is this slide rule pass nonsense? And apparently, I think it's like a ruler that's like almost got like an inbuilt abacus. I've never looked it up personally. I've never seen I'm one. But I just see you bandying around these statements, chucking them around like yeah, confetti. Yeah, you, 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 uh, yeah you're right. It's like... Um, yeah, it's, like you analog, to like... mechanical, it's like a mechanical analog computer. Oh, is it, Andrew? Known as the slipstick in the, in the States. Some of the knowledge that comes off the top of your head, it's just why don't you come on more often with these insights? Look at that, like slipstick pass. Wow, it's got a slide on the ruler which you slide across as it suggests, and that does some sort of other measurement as part. And it's like see through. McGoldrod played a good slipstick pass in first half, didn't he? He (laughs) What? What's a pass got to do with a slide rule? I think it goes. It goes between stuff, doesn't it? I presume there's multiple. That's me sliding. For the listener, that's me sliding something through something else. What do you you class as a slide rule pass? I always thought one of those reverse passes was also called. I think it's just a through ball, isn't it? Just a through ball. That's that's the reverse (laughs) pass that Andrew that you've described. That's that's the inverse (laughs) slip rod pass, or whatever you called it. Slide slip. I I hate those pundits commentators who just come up with terms. Pathetic. Come up with something different. McGoldrock, though, he's brilliant. <laughs> the slipstick pass, isn't he? He is, isn't he? <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so Brewster, yeah, thought he looked. I mean, we're going to talk about plays in a bit, but what, what do you think of him in those two minutes? <laughs> Mark? Well, I was just going to say, when he did it, I thought, you remember when he played a couple of games early season? Uh, and I think, I don't know who it was. It might, might be me, it might be, well, it could have been all of us. We basically summed him up by saying he's done what he does every game, which is he does a few run, running about bits where he harries a bit. He makes two really good passes and he twats one really hard shot on target. And that's his game every game. 
And then he did it all in the space of two minutes today. And I thought, oh, I think he's going to do more today because he's done all that in the, in the space of two minutes. He's done all them things that we say that's all he does. He's done it. He's going to kick on from here and he's going to have a really good... No, that were it, weren't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got to half time. Biggest, um, got sorry, time. back to Brewery. My biggest oh. concern with Brewery is that he doesn't really create chances for himself. He doesn't have many chances, does he? No. I can't think of many chances he's had since he joined, and that's my biggest worry with it. Because McBurney gets chances and misses them, mm. which is a good thing, but just finish them, Ollie. Yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's like, I felt, I think the uh, ineffectual commentator picked up on it as well. That he, effect, he pretty much said, he's done nothing, this guy. Doug Mountjoy, the commentator. Doug Mountjoy, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we got to half time, 1 0, and then second half started. Um, not a lot really happened. They, they had a bit pressed us back a bit, but they didn't really create much. And then, um, oh, actually, no, they did. I'm talking nonsense. I can't remember the game. Uh, Watkins hit the post, didn't he, with an header, flicked header. Yeah. Uh, good ball in again. Shouldn't be beat. It were winning headers again. And I know Jags are slow, but it were always all right in air, weren't he? But it were. It were we weren't winning anything in air against Watkins at all. We were constantly winning the ball. Well, Villa have done what Wilder claims he's done this mid midweek, and that they just they've just bought all best championship players. But, but um, Watkins looks taking apart. People say, "Oh, he don't get chances, Brewster, and he don't get you know he's not got the service stuff like that." He looks a miles better player than, and I hate comparing him, but it's natural because they bought him, and we I know they, he's on more wages. I get all that, but his work rate. Watkins is really good. He, he moves off the off the lines. He, he holds the ball up. He, he's a threat. He's a nuisance. He wins headers. Uh, it's quite startling. Poor he was. Rooster was compared to him. Yeah, but Dave Watkins has got about 175 more league appearances than than Brewster, has it? So I don't think it's a, a a great comparison, if I'm honest. I think you should show. <laughs> Fair, it's a fair, fair dues, but you will compare like for like central strikers in a game. And central strikers have cut a similar amount of money when we were linked with Watkins and, and we were obviously linked with Brewster, uh, whether the wage issue was obviously into it. So uh, I think it's a fair comparison, so I'm standing by it. Yeah, you'd have Watkins every day over Brewster, but I don't think... Anyway, the experience that Watkins had in the league is, is obviously helped him on it, and Bruce yeah, it hasn't had. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. So it's one to come back to in a few years if we can remember this. <laughs> oh, it's going to yeah. live long in the memory of this podcast, isn't it? So sure. the post got away with that good, good flick header, and then uh, got Brewster actually will get forgotten in this, but Brewster gave away a really cheap foul uh, or gave the ball away uh, on halfway and at that point Baldock had come forward we got people we were up we got too many people forward I felt that position and they just knocked one ball over the top and he shouldn't have really been last or second to the last man or whatever he was with Watkins it weren't Watkins it was, was it Traore I remember who it was who was it he got El Ghazi oh yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah El, El Ghazi it weren't yeah, yeah. it was not some of it but I thought it was a beautiful tackle. I don't even, I don't see what the problem was. Hearing <laughs> me, yeah, he's, he's for, for all the times he's played, you know, put up a really good performance this season, Jagger, you, you know, like, he's, and he's done it a few times. It's, it's surprised me that every time he's come in, he's not 
not really let us down in this last month or two is put in a performance and then ads come off after 50 odd minutes and that's probably where we went wrong today you know because last game we took him off he looked knackered and if yeah he just he just couldn't get there could he gone well I was just gonna say just to nick one of your phrases his legs have gone thanks um I mean it's yellow card standard yellow card quite a bad foul really I thought it was a bit very cynical in terms of that but Villa players nobody was like normally even you know um the, the players would be going round and asking. Nobody even went to the ref. I think I think probably player foul were a bit annoyed, but there were no one even thinking it was the red card. No one was. And then obviously you saw as he was fiddling with his earpiece. And it was like, and then the minute the minute and they showed the replay, and I just thought he's gonna he's gonna end up having to. You could see when they kept showing it and showing it. But the problem I'd got with the replay is they showed the freeze frame right at the end, but surely. When obviously when he goes to the manager thing, he's been told to send him off here. You might want to have a look at this, which is code for you need to change this, um, which is pathetic as well. I'll, I'll come on to that. But when he looked at the freeze at the at the thing, why not show it all? Why not show all how it was and where Brian was and stuff and how far it was just literally just concentrating on the foul. I don't know. I, I think it's it an absolutely scandalous decision. I, I think the, it's, it's an awful decision. I mean, when they, when he when he went over to the monitor and yeah to touch on what you're going to probably say, in fact we said exactly this the last time we had one of these monitor decisions that regardless of what they've said in his ear, as soon as they send him to that, psychology dictates is going to change his yeah. mind from whatever he did before because them in Stockley Park are saying, oh you might want to have a look at this, uh, Robert, you know you might you might you might you might not have the same view when you see it again and psychologically he's going to think oh i'm going to go over here and change my mind so i've never not seen one where they've not changed the mind but why have I they even told negatives him, then yeah but why have they even told him to look at that that is to me not a like the penalty one it's not a clear and obvious error that it's not a, no. it's not like one way you think that's an absolute howler no one would have batted either no one would have been discussed i don't think they've even discussed it hardly after the game they might have said oh maybe but i could see why it's the yellow Nobody would have been bothered about that. Why are they getting involved in stuff like that? Why? I don't know how you create the criteria for clear and obvious, though. How do you know when the threshold is hit to say, this needs to go to another review? Because, like, in in the olden days, you'd have just been yellow card and the game would have just moved on and everyone had just accepted that, wouldn't they, today? Wouldn't have been a massive problem. In 2019, you mean? Yeah, the good old days when we used to cuddle, cuddle each other and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there, there is no there is no criteria for what is clear and obvious. So it's everyone's just whatever's in their head. It's, it's another opinion. opinion. It's just another opinion. They've just brought they've brought in technology for these cut and dried things to say, oh, when you know we when we can decide from this and cut out mistakes. Yeah. But it's still someone else's opinion. You're still working on opinions, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, why I, I don't. Another I, thing, well, they're not even measuring Brian's pace. You know, who's to say he wouldn't have got there? All it is is a freeze freeze frame of where Brian looks as though where he is, and he's moving at that time. You know, where could he be the next frame? He could look even closer. Even faster moving. Even faster moving was, I think it was Baldock that were tracking just behind Jagielka, and he were miles behind play, but he were absolutely full pelt, and it, and he'd have got near as well. So they didn't even bring him into consideration, and you just can't tell. You've no idea what's going to happen, so you just go with referee's decision. You you take a look at it. Well, you don't even take a look at it. You just go, well, it's not obvious. It's not clear. If it's handball or something, fair enough, because 
you know that cyber is or it isn't but to, to say yeah. to yeah to make these decisions about oh he might have got back he might not have got back you can't he's 40 yards from goal like that was Dave says he used a freeze frame 40, 40 to 45 yards from goal that like the Egan one at Villa so far from goal there's so much could have happened after that with players coming across you know that is not it's not like on the edge of the box it's not like he's central from goal there's nobody in the frame it's, it's an absolutely ridiculous decision. Plus, imagine if it were our striker running through and there were no defenders there at all. You'd have still not backed him to score. <laughs> I think today, that one, I think you've, you've even got greater chance of getting it right just by looking at it in, with your real eyes in real time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no. You've got the whole shape. You can see it. You can see the pace they're running at. <laughs> you realise. Than... <laughs> imagine telling the rest. Uh, I don't think you, you you need to get rid of your real eyes. I mean, you need to put on some goggles. <laughs> you've, not, you've not used your real eyes then, eh? Come on. But Andy, you've made a brilliant point there because it's almost like saying, we've got a ref who's seen that, he's in a good position, he's made a decision. If we're not backing referees to make decisions, if we're saying actually we're going to put another layer into it or another different tiers of... Of, of decisions and more people looking at things. Why we, we might as well not have referees? We might as well have a bloke in a studio who just refs it in the studio and, and then calls it over the over a megaphone. He's getting to that stage. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I'll tell you what, Dave. I think you've come up with a good idea there. That's brilliant. Shouting over <laughs> a megaphone, and also they wouldn't be able to use whistles, would they? It'd have to be like a hooter. <laughs> so, so instead of whistling for end of match or whatever, you'd be after to make comedy hooter noises. Different noises for who's fouling. So each team has a different noise. So if it were our foul, you might have, oh, but if it's Villa's foul, then you have something different. Yeah, and if yeah, it's a great idea. This and if and if the really? if they think that the bloke in the Stotley Parks got it wrong. They can go to the linesman who's actually there for, for the real eyes opinion. They can just flip <laughs> it on its head. But uh, and, uh, like you said, Jaggy Alkalizer burst into tears when they sent him off. He, 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 he looked, uh, oh, poor lad. Never played for us again now, but I thought he will because we haven't got anyone else. He'll be back in a game. He's only one game he's out. I was just going to say, I think it's one. I was going to ask you, I weren't sure, but I thought it was one. He'll have to go to a flat back four now. He's no choice. He hasn't got anyone else. He won't. He'll just he'll put yeah. anyone in. He'll put Ooh. one of keepers in. He's not got anyone else. Unless you put Stevens left side, um, yeah. Ampadu right side, and Brian in the middle or something, something like that. That's the only thing he could do. Yeah. You watch, you will. So we, we, we thought, well, we need to make a change here, you know, get defense a bit solid or do. So he brings on old Berkey lad uh, around the hour mark. Uh, I think we'll save the discussion on his performance, uh, a, a wider discussion of his performance towards the end of the pod. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he came on. Villa made a couple of subs. They had, they had a few chances. Uh, there was that one shot that McGinn hit and it hit Ampadu and deflected over. And I thought that were going in, you know, when it, like, like the one on Sunday, I thought, hey, if that goes in. And then there was that handball appeal. At that, that point, I said, if he gives this, I'm off. I don't know where, going. <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> I don't know. I'm off. If he gives this, I'm off. I've done. The next door. Yeah. But I don't know about you two, but I weren't that immersed in the game 
I weren't that kind of invested. Even when we're winning, I, I was like watching, like you, barely a fist pump on the goal. After the red card, I turned to this raging psycho. I was like, it didn't matter whether we won or not in two degree, but it, it made that, it's that siege mentality. Like when you're at games, like and you get a red card, you feel injured. I can imagine if crowd had been there, they'd be the same. And now we're up for it there. Now we're like, appealing for things and shouting for things. I've become really interested in the game and I was really pleased that obviously we did it. I don't know what you, what you two thought. No, I'd agree with that. I would, I would just coasting, just thinking about what are we going to eat for me afters and stuff like that. And uh, but yeah, as soon, as soon as it's like a, it's almost like you say an injustice thing. You, you just get up and at them and it's, it's proper Warnock, isn't it really? Us and them, yeah. you won't give us anything, well, yeah, and, and all that sort of stuff. And but it did, it, it worked on me, obviously. Yeah, Warnock's rubbed off on me earlier in life, as it were. Um, and then Burke had a chance on the break, but he ran into his man, uh, just ran straight in, he had all this space to run into, and he just ran straight into him. Um, and then McGoldrick, who uh, m- sorry, I've got his name wrong there, haven't I? <laughs> um, what are we call him? Mc- well, it's it, it started out as McGoldrock. McGoldrock <laughs> <laughs> was McGoldrock. on a yellow, and uh, he, he looked like he might get another one, so they took him off for Osborne. Um, about 15 to go, and you're thinking, you know, can we, can we do this? But Villa were really poor. They were really poor. They, they, they moved it about a bit. They put loads of... Cr- it was like reminding me of that Brentford game when we just edited it away, like, constantly. But after, I thought they'd been all right, Fleck and Norwood and, and Ampadu and Brian, but I thought those four and, and Ramsdale, I thought, were sensational. The last 20 minutes, where's that come from? Norwood and Fleck diving in, blocking tackles, covering ground. You know, them two centre-halves readied everything away, blocking. They were, I thought they were brilliant, that that mid-part of the team, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I, no, I agree. I thought Brian had started pretty well anyway at the start of the game. In the, he looks a lot more confident. He were actually asking for the ball at times. You know, first games he came in, he were hiding, properly hiding. But he's, he's grown in confidence and he's actually starting to look like a player that I hope we offer a contract to for next season. I was just about time. to say, he's, he's grown that much in stature that he's got breasts of steel, hasn't he? That, that just, when it happened, I didn't say him as Andy. I just thought that's going to get mentioned. It's got mentioned twice already. It'll probably get mentioned again by end, won't it? But you could almost hear it clang as it came off his breast of steel. So it flew off at a crazy angle. But he's just a colossus. I think, I re- I think my reaction was, fuck's sake, how's he done that? <laughs> he's a lovely footballer, though. You know, to give him his credit, he's not lovely, Andrew. He's not lovely. Let's not get silly. He's competent. You watch him. He's more competent he than I thought he was. He passes the ball. He's a, he's a lovely little footballer. That doesn't mean he's a great, great footballer, but he just knows how to control it and pass it. And for me, that's the starting block. <laughs> Words from Coach Womble there. Um, yeah. And, and then they had that one good chance where ball came over, Watkins won another bloody header. And Traore did it right for the goal. He miskicked it, and I think it come. That was the, I think that was the one actually that possibly come off Ampadu with that. So I probably jumped, jumped, jumped ahead. But um, there was still sort of 10, 12 minutes left, and they, they didn't really have lots of chances. They had loads of balls behind the, the, the sides and crosses coming in, but just block after block, you know, chance uh, sort of tackles. Fleck won two brilliant tackles around Norwood. That one where uh, Ramsdale made the save from the corner which was 
quite near the end, I think. It's probably about 87, 88 minutes. And it's, yeah. what, what was our defence doing at that point when that centre-half broke down and we just stood and watched it? That was the only point where I was like, what are we doing? Um, Ramsdale saved it pretty well, but it dropped. And Norwood just flung himself at it. And he's like, why have we not... Where has this been? Yeah, this. Yeah, you sent the text, didn't you? Where's this fight been all season? And it was. It was like a proper backs against the wall thing, and they, they just look. They just look brilliant at times in terms of defensively. I mean, don't get me wrong. We gave away a lot of daft free kicks, but they were so wasteful with a lot of them. Free kicks and corners. That El El Kazi or whatever he's called. El, he El Kazi. I know he's said he was. It was. It was. It was very good. Yeah. I mean, looks looks player. I've not really seen him much, but um, that free kick where. Yeah, it, it very Norwood esque, weren't it? Just like not even it in first man. It, it sort of had stooped to edit away. Never mind anything else. But yeah, they they were quite wasteful as well. But we and, were just brilliant. Uh, sort of Burke. I put, Burke sort of had another chance where he ran through and um, Lundstrom was alongside him. <laughs> but he uh, he just just like just like he just like oh just didn't bother taking ball with him. And I think that were Wilder's final. Final, uh, he'd had enough at that point and he subbed the sub. Um, and on one hand, I think, did you just do that because you had to take the striker if you only had one striker up and you just rotate the striker? The defence were all, you know, organised and putting their bodies in line. Or was he just absolutely shit and thought, I need someone who's actually going to hold the ball or do something with it? What What do you think? I think Wilder got, took him off because he was, he was a chance of conceding because of how he was playing. It just weren't sticking, was it? He had a shocker. He didn't engage his brain, which is a big problem for Burke. But if he'd have stayed on longer, the amount of times he was giving it away, he could have given the ball. So I think Wilder did a good thing. Whether Burke sulks about it is irrelevant, really. He played terribly. And, and uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. It was shocking. But I think it was both because I think you do just bring on... They were lumping balls into box and we didn't have that much height, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think to to swap him out and I think it was the only player you could swap him out for you don't yeah. you don't take one of midfielders off do you so you're certainly not going to take a defender off so yeah it was it was the right move on two counts at times when he were running with it it was like you're running <laughs> on a beach one of them 99pf floaters weren't it so just like you just didn't know what was going to happen it just at one bit he ran past it didn't he just ball stopped and he carried on going like what is this man doing <laughs> that chance when he got in and he got ball and I was like we're in it here, we're in it here, because it dead forward. And then as soon as I, I didn't know it was him, and as soon as I saw it was him, I was like edge forward on my settee. And he was he was like almost 30 yards from goal, two on one. I saw it was him. I just slumped back into like my settee as if, oh, he's not going to. And he, he didn't even kick the ball again. He just, he just, he just like ran without the ball. He's, oh, I don't, I don't know what to say about him. I think we've said how it. many times has the sub been sub for United? Can you think of any other occasions where the sub has been sub? I can remember seeing it happening a few times, but I can't actually remember the circumstances or anything like that. I remember was it Dries Boussata? Well, that's the that's the classic one, but I can't remember. Was he the one that came came on came off? Yeah, I think he was only on for ten minutes. I, I remember I he was involved, but someone will come and correct me. But I'm sure he came on. Put a couple of crosses out and Warnock just got bored out and whipped him off. I don't think he ever played for us again after that. Yeah. No, I can't. We've had, a few, we've had a few. Normally it's like a striker who comes on early and then 
like obviously towards the end of the game, he's played quite a lot of the game anyway. But very rare that you bring a sub on second half. There's been, I'm sure there's been one within the last sort of five years. I just can't remember what it is. So, as you say, there'll be there'll be people telling us. I hope so. We need to know these. Uh, important, uh, You're all right, Dave. I'm watching, just keeping an eye on uh, City rivals. They've got a big game at the moment, Andrew. They're losing. Uh, they're losing to Rotherham, yeah, but it's early second half. Good. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then Board went to, I think, four, four minutes of stoppage time and they, they had a few scary moments. Ramsdale had played well and made some good saves and got punches in. He got enough on the balls, but then there were one he didn't quite get there. And I think Keeper nearly got on one. And then Norwood tried to score from 60 yards, but with that knackered, he couldn't even reach goal line. He couldn't even reach, like, edge of six-yard box. Good effort, that, though. Yeah, he just booted it, didn't he? You don't think he was going for goal? Yeah, no, he did. of course he was going for goal, but it, 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 it weren't very accurate. But like you say, he's just... Chucked his life, his life online. What am I about? It's like really going over the top. It was just magnificent, lads. You've got to die for three points. Die for it. Uh, he put his body online for ninety minutes. Is what he did. Not his life. Think, That'd just be ridiculous. I think, I think Villa fans will be really disappointed with their performance today. I thought I was expecting something a lot better. I think Watkins did all right in El Ghazi, but other than that, I thought they were really poor. Uh, I mean, none of that really is missing. And obviously, but they chose not to play Barkley. They chose not to play the other lad, um, Louise, Douglas Louise, uh, as well. And, and yeah, Greenwich didn't play. And all right, it's not the same as kind of O'Connell and Egan and Basham. We had loads of players out and they have been doing well. Um, so, no, they were really poor. And, and for all the kind of panicking, we, we, you know, we made a lot of blogs. They didn't have loads of chances after Jags went off. They had, they had that one where... You know, we had that shot, uh, you know, that hit Ampadu, a couple of others. and But after the red card, I thought we defended really well. Really well. Yeah. And I think they put up stat where shots on target and it went into the second half. And I just must have remembered some of them chances first half because contrary to what my dad said, I think it was fairly even, but they seem to have the better chances. And they put the stats up about shots on target and they only had one and it was middle of the second half. And I thought, oh. So, yeah. We were never in that much danger, I don't think, until, you know, we seemed to be hanging on a bit at the end. But as you said, without really looking like we were going to concede. I was really proud of it. Bit of mixed emotions, though, Dave, if I'm honest. It's like, well done, proud, but frustrated because every every club from the middle downwards, you know, if you play at that standard, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Too little, too late, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it? Because I want Because unlike these lunatics that keep saying they want to, they're looking forward to being in the championship. I actually want to stay in the Premier League. Yeah, that it's all right. No, that does. Andrew, why Andrew you want to stay in the highest division and do well? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know whether they're just saying that just because they don't admit that. I tell you what, when that red card came up, I was throwing comments out, get us out of this league, <laughs> bloody, get us out, had enough of it, put us down. Don't get me wrong, VAR pisses me off and the the it's the greatest league in the world bullshit and the refereeing standards and all that sort of stuff pisses me right off. And the idiotic fans on Twitter, but not us, that is, of well, us as well. But, um, but yeah, what kind of, 
mentality is it that oh, yeah, I'd rather be in, in second best division, if not third best, it's much better there. I know I've joked about it in past that I prefer it because we get served easier in Red Lion, but it's not really a reason to be in a, divi- a, high, uh, a lower <laughs> division, is it? You get your pint. Just find a different... Well, we found a new tactic anyway. Now they've got neck oil on in ground. Well, we've barely been since they've had it on, but... Um, <laughs> The new tactic was you don't stay for your last pint. Eh? You get you get into ground and have your last pint in there. But you know, can't even do that anymore. Yeah, but no, I, I was quite. I was, at the end, I was. I, I weren't giving it a you know a brilliant. But I, I, I was really pleased for us because I, I thought you know they, they they worked really hard and like like Andrew says, I, I just think it's frustrating because watching Fleck and Norwood running around and covering and blocking and they seem to find energy that they've not had all season. It's like. Why can't you run around like that? Why? It's like they needed, adver- you know, that adversity of a game to to actually put in a performance like that. But they should have been playing a bit desperate and a bit back to the world much earlier in the season. Well, we said it, and people have been saying, oh, they, they miss the fans, they need the fans and all that sort of stuff. And we said, well, if they need external influence to, like, raise the game and stuff like that, then they're not top-level players. And I think... Looking back, that is what's happened. They're not top-level players because they've not been able to raise their own game without some sort of external influence, which today was the proper... Same as us. They probably felt they'd been done wrong with the red card and then they had something to hang on to and it gave them that, the kick up the arse that, you know, probably crowds give them and, you know, when they're playing well and things like that. So, yeah, probably is just quite a lot of that. Mm. No, nice no, to get another win, though. We all like a bit of an external influence. <laughs> when I said that, I think I hope no one picks up on that. It's a ridiculous thing to say. It's not quite slide rule, but it's rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> There's been a lot of bad cliches in, in this. Get your external Mr. influence Clinton. in you. Oh, suddenly, yeah. my, uh, suddenly my new feature's not looking as bad. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. We've won. We'll take that. Uh, I don't like Dean Smith. He's a bit arrogant as well. There's just something about him I don't like. I've just got a bit of a rational dislike of him. don't know why. Well, you wouldn't know, right? That's, that's what irrational means. Yeah. But, Let's get like Susie Brummies. Dent on and have some words described. You don't like the Brummies, though, do you, Dave? All Brummies? Yeah. Uh, no, just, uh, you can be a good person and be a Brummie, but I just, I'm not particularly keen on the accent. I'll, I'll say that. Um, oh, <clears throat> This this could be a new feature, actually. Assassination of the club and city and stuff like that. Because I, I, <laughs> I always used to dislike Birmingham, but I, I really like it now. I've been out on a few nights out there and had a few sort of, you know, stopovers one night. And it, I, it's got a lot going for it. I really like it. So, so have that. I'm not, I'm not criticising the city. I've just said I don't like the accent Dean Smith. <laughs> nah, you've always said you hate the city. It's not. It's actually not bad now. But I, yeah, yeah the accent's improved. Got, it's improved. The, the accent's got to be in your top two worst in in the UK. Since they've done the I old steeple ring, I don't mind it. What about cities that you've changed your mind on? Well, <laughs> Birmingham. There you go. I've done it. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, uh, Newcastle. Oh, it's always been good. Go Newcastle. On. Come on. Yeah, going to be a short-lived oh. feature there. <laughs> <laughs> just up there with my Glyn Hodges is deluded. I was always saying to I said to I said to the referee, I was just going to give a point. I was just, all right. <laughs> wait till next week's little feature. Can hardly wait. Uh, 
No, so I, I can't really think. Of, I suppose we should pick a, a man of the match. Um, Andrew? I'm going to go... I've been thinking about this quite quite a lot since the final. So I'm going to go for Keen Bryan. Interesting. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's between... It's tough, actually, because it's... Normally, we don't have to think about it. It's like, oh, it's definitely Ramsdale. It's definitely McGoldrick. It's definitely Basham. Um, but yeah, what Dave said earlier, that that block of four directly in front of Ramsdale at the end of the match, you could pick any of them. Um, and you could you could obviously also Goldrick, pick McGoldrick because yeah. he, he were brilliant before he came off. Um, and I'm, I, I'm just going to pick him just because he's pretty much one of my favourite players and he basically won't game for us, didn't he? So I'm going to go with that. But you could get yeah, any, any of them four as well. Yeah, I'll go different just just for you know just to give a bit of variety. Um, I'm going to give a joint man of the match to Norwood and Fleck. I, I thought they were brilliant the last 20 minutes. The ground they covered, the defensive stuff, just because we have not seen them do that all season. It weren't about anything they did attack. I mean, the one in where Fleck just kicked it. Like, what? But they were knackered, and they've just put a hell of a lot in those two tonight. And uh, you know, it were like like the the, the olden days. Well, hang on, but you've given joint one. I, I, I feel bad for Ampadu now. He's left out because of the five that I could have given it to. He's not, <laughs> not a player, though, is he? So, Be back in a few weeks. He's not going to be bothered. Remember that time I didn't get a Tufty Club, man, and the match? He singled everyone out apart from me. He's he's <laughs> he's getting it. He's getting joint one. Them five, then. Have you just them. given no one a you given half the team? <laughs> Beads, have you just given oh. the man of the match because they weren't shit? Was that the reason? No, you've heard my reason. Don't be facetious. You've heard my reason and what I've said. Yeah, no, good you're worse than Wit and Phipps just coming on looking for an argument. Incendiary, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Go and play your banjo. <laughs> Come back in a few weeks. It's a cow's ass with it. Yeah. Uh, anything else we, we would like to add um, before I play us out with David McGold uh, with uh, Glenn Hodges' deluded part two? I think, aren't we a year ago from the Norwich match? It's coming up for that, actually, yeah. It's it's around this weekend, I think. So, a year of lockdown, pretty much, give or take, and it coming up for and Well, certainly coming up for a year since we've seen each other in person. Yeah. Great day. Street life. Yeah. Beautiful. Nothing else That'll to add? for me. No. I'm going to go to bed. Will you be back on uh, Saturday? Who knows? Depends <laughs> if we win or not. That's a no. I bet the listeners out there uh, well, on... on uh, be- before we go for the Glyn Hodges play-out feature, I've just looked at the league table. We've got we've got 11 games left to play and with four wins from safety. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. How many have we won this season? Well, we've just Doesn't got to double our tally. It's doable. Doable. We've got a third of season left nearly. I just want to finish strong like you said, Andy. See if we can have a good go at Chelsea and, and, and build for next season. Hopefully Wilder will uh, stop being crackers uh, and, he's, and, and get a bit of sense <laughs> back and uh, we, we'll go again. And yeah, we do go again. I hate that statement as well. Right. We go again. Good night. Let's let's remember the days when Glyn Hodges said we were going to compete for the uh, championship of the top division in England. Uh, on a team, on a professional amount of team, team ambition is, uh, is to get a better start, a much better start than they did last year. Uh, and to, to go ourselves a, a good stepping stone for, 
pitch Europe will definitely Europe. I mean, you know, you know, everyone's perhaps be laughed if you say that they win the title. But I um, mean, if you can, if you maybe get to Europe in the next season, I mean, it's just stepping stone for a great defence. But I always thought you were a drunk. <laughs> <laughs>